Have you ever had that thought when you're like shaving? Like, I don't know about you guys, but like, Where do you shave your pubic time? hair every now and then? Why did you wait until I pressed record to say this? <laughs> <laughs> this is a serious question. This is a serious question. It just came to can't, just thought about it. Wait, say it, say it again, Natai. Do you what? Do you guys ever like shave your pubic hair? Oh, good amount. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like do you ever have that feeling? you smelly. Like you. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you know, you're just trying to like you know clear stuff up. Do you ever that feeling like you go up to you you go take a shower right afterwards? And you like look down. It's like it's bigger. <laughs> oh, dude, dude! Every not. I don't even have to wait for a shower. I just like snip, 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 and like. Oh, oh my yeah, God. yeah, that's your actual size. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh shit! Wow, maybe it's not that bad after all. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to Anime Club, After Dark's movie reviews and discussion detailing the good, the bad, and the downright ridiculous of anime movies. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and tonight I am joined by our poser extraordinaire, Natai. Greetings and salutations or something. <laughs> it's 2am, let's go. <laughs> From the 2am gang. It's and always 2am our... somewhere, am I right? That's right. And our Eva 3 appreciator, Chinoda. I literally just finished watching this movie disgusting are you okay uh, but tonight I'm a little we will, bit depressed tonight we will indeed be uh reviewing evangelion 3.0 you cannot redo however before we dive into it do be sure uh to give us a like uh comment down below if you have anything to say about what we talk about tonight and if you do like what you see and want to see more uh do uh drop a subscribe on us if you're watching us on youtube it really does help us out um yeah, uh, let let's 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 do it. Let's dive into depression. It's it's great. It, it'll be fine. F- Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, much like all of the rest of the movies, uh, this one was chiefly directed by Hideaki Anno. Um, it was also co-directed by uh, Ma- Mahiro Maeda, uh, Kazuya Sudamaki, and Masayuki. Nailed it. Um, nice. I know. I I nailed it. It's totally didn't practice that beforehand um written again by uh hideaki ano uh produced by his own animation studio studio kara uh the film itself was originally released in japanese theaters on november 17th 2012 and in north american theaters on february 2nd 2016 so again four years a big a big gap this was this was before uh your name really popped off so In fact, this oh. uh, this this premiered in American theaters shortly before uh, your yeah, name. Yeah, twenty sixteen. As a matter of fact, yeah. Um, made uh, on a budget of roughly thirteen million U.S. dollars, which of the three we have reviewed so far is the one with the highest budget. Um, and as so far, and this is as of uh, May twenty twenty three, has earned a worldwide box office take of just over sixty seven point two million u.s dollars nice um, and the film itself has a total runtime of 96 minutes making it the shortest of the four evangelion rebuild movies uh the first two were just shy of two hours long the last one is two and a half hours long it felt like it even mm, <laughs> felt more than that actually um so let's talk about some uh, non-spoilery stuff before we get into the spoilerific good details um i do want to say real quick oh uh, go ahead i just want to say uh my hero maeda um have you guys seen his imbd he's been involved in like 
He's done a lot, lot of, of stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like he some has very named stuff as well. He's also worked a lot with uh, Studio Ghibli in the early years, so that's pretty cool. I I just wanted to say I I just want to take a quick look. I just saw it and I'm like, holy shit, this guy's like. Which is like name. interesting that connection because Ano also worked under uh, uh, fucking Miyazaki for a bit when he was very very yeah. new in the industry. So another yeah, that's where he got his start was as yep. sort of a protege of uh, Hayao Miyazaki. Um, Pretty yeah. Sick. One thing I do want to give a little bit of props to it's something that we've kind of mentioned in the first two films. The CGI was kind of. Eh, in the first two movies, I want to say in this one it looks way more polished. It looks, it looks very superb, consistent, honestly. Like um, I barely yeah. noticed the fact that there was CGI. It was just like, oh, this looks cool as shit, and the action was hyped as hell. I was just yeah. like, whoa! I like I didn't even think about CGI. Like the, those words didn't even come up in my mind at all. I was just there for the ride. Yeah, um, I will say, I think that in the first two movies, the CGI was just good enough to pass, but I'd say it was kind of distracting in some scenes. It wasn't at all in this movie. Yeah, in this movie, it's like, consistent is the word I would use. It's like, it just looks really, really solid from start to finish. Uh, it just like, yeah, looked really, really solid. Like, the action scenes in general looked fantastic. For the most part, I do have some complaints can, about it. Can, can we talk um, about it? Because this movie starts, yeah. it opens with two consecutive action scenes. And they're insane. Literally, the first 30 minutes uh, was just the opening scene of the movie. Oscar in space. <laughs> <laughs> can I just she say how ridiculous... There, right? like, like it, it, it's, it looks really cool, but how ridiculous that whole rocket sled thing that Eva... That, that Eva shit saw. was... Bro, that whole sequence looked awesome, but there's so many times where like I'm I'm what the fuck is happening? Like <laughs> we'll talk about like that's kind of a current recurring theme, but hmm. on a like moment to moment moment basis of the like action sequence of the very beginning of the movie, that was sometimes it was rough, man. Like I was like, what is even going on? Like the camera is like panning around and like the objects are like flying all the way. It's like, it's like you have to seriously very pay attention. And even then, sometimes you might need to go back a couple of seconds. Like, what the fuck just happened? There's a scene in that first opening action sequence where it there the Eva's doing like this pendulum thing with one of the angels, right? And like the the cam the camera or the the point of view is on the end of that pendulum, mm -hmm. and it just goes whoosh, whoosh, and I'm like, what the fuck? This is like, trippy. It's very ambitious and it is very trippy. I just don't know if it was that worth it because like, mm. and again, I was like watching with my buddy, and we we're like. Wait a minute! And we like went back of like a few minutes to watch it again, go through it again. It's it's a lot, man. It's a lot mm. to watch, and I don't know if it's for the better. I do appreciate that we're trying to like go for something very ambitious without the constructed that action scene, mm. but it's a lot. It's a lot to, to like keep track of what's going it, on. It, it, they, you can definitely tell they wanted to start this movie out with a bang, quite literally. Yeah. Because there's a yeah. giant fucking explosion at the end of but it. Because like how they structured that it's sort of in space, so mm -hmm. you like the way the action is like, uh, like coordinated is kind of because it's kind of sound kind of stupid. But you don't have any like anchoring point to it, you know, to sort of like to gauge relatively like where objects are in yeah. relation to each other. So it gets very messy and confusing very quickly. It and, does, and but again, it's also like, quite realistic. 
Like that's how. Like, it yeah, would be I know, but like it's very different. Yeah. yeah, but I don't. I don't know if it works that well for me because it felt so dis- disorienting. But like again, mm-hmm. I do appreciate they were trying to go for something that like ambitious. I just don't know if it was like they pulled you don't know it off if it that well. Completely worked. Yeah, I'm not. Sure. Yeah, I don't think it worked for me that well. Got my attention though. For sure, but like the following <laughs> action sequence would like go back to the surface. You know, it's like with uh with Evil Two improved. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I like that a lot. What a what what a very lazy name for it though. <laughs> Eva Two Two Point Come on, it's right there. It's right fucking there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, something I wanted to to to, to harp on is um. I guess harp would be the wrong word. A mention. Um, and this is kind of be kind of a spoiler. Um, but I want to ask, how do you guys like the um so there there is a 14-year time gap between the second movie and the third one? Do you like the uh aged up character designs for some of the characters? <laughs> for some. Uh yeah. <laughs> some of them have not aged uh, very gracefully, shall we say? I I, I honestly feel I think that they're like they only aged them more. I feel like they weren't mm. aged up enough. Like even the characters we like the characters we did see that were aged up. I don't feel like it was enough. I feel like it it was just a different look for them instead of they look older. Yeah, that's mm. the thing. Like when we talk about like their designs, they obviously like, there are some differences. Like Ritsuko, like she looks completely different. Um, and but some of them she got a Nisio like, Eastern haircut. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but some of them it's like very, very subtle and it's like not that apparent. Maybe it's more in the outfit rather than the, their look mm. themselves. I mean <coughs> Misato, you know, or even Gendo to some oh, extent. Oh, but Misato got that big MILF energy with her design now. Ooh. She oh got that God. fucking mommy dummy energy. Holy shit. Like also, I don't there, there's a there's a very short like flash of her from behind. She got a dump truck ass, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> she will run over you. And hey, you will oh, like it. I will like it. I would love it. You um, will come again. <laughs> Terrible, terrible. This is what this this is what Evangelion does to us. It just turns us into this. You are the lowest of the lows. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I I like the designs overall. I just like I think the character interactions of like the actual how the characters change is way more interesting than how the designs change. I want to point out that something that I noticed, and maybe it's because I watched uh two and three so close together this time because when i originally watched them it was several years apart um the chins got very pointy (laughs) i don't know i mean it's not called gs level pointy no no not that bad no that shit will like pierce through your brain you know but i'm telling you Um, i'll be honest alex i didn't even notice yeah, I'm, tell- I'm telling you, you bad. can really, you can really tell it with Kaoru's design. Go back and watch his like brief appearances in one and two, and then see how he first appears in three. The boy got a little bit of a pointy chin going on. Oh, I will, because I, I I didn't notice it that much myself when I watched mm. it. You know, the gayness sort of uh, clouded my vision. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it. Yeah. Uh, I do want to say, like, one of the things I absolutely love about this movie, and I think it's why 
it's my favorite of the three so far spoilers but mm. not really um the cinematography is fucking phenomenal like there's mm. so many shots in this movie where i'm like in awe you know i just look at it like what am i looking at it but in the best way possible because there's so much character and so much yes. just like immediate impact with like some of these <laughs> shots so impact. many of those scenes uh, of like a lot of still shots were very much a thousand words in a single picture moment yeah yes where it was like you could literally pause the movie and just study that scene for yeah. a little while and take something from it before you move on and i appreciate the shit yeah. out of that like like we mentioned many times but i know has to with storyboarding that i don't think a lot of directors have like they like he just knows how to give like a certain like to frame a scene in a way where it's kind of like off-putting but it's like intentionally so and then give you something visually striking where like holy shit and like this movie like really reminded me of end of evangelion which is my favorite like part of evangelion as a whole and like i i dig it i really dig the look of this movie i think it looks there... fantastic in t- that term you no, talk about how he no. frames things like there are parts of this movie especially when you go back to to nerve hq um right. they give off very severe liminal space vibes mm. because like in it's, the first two movies yeah. this is a place that was packed with people and now it's empty yeah it's all and like, like Anna uses down. that space like there's that phrase in like traditional movie making of directors that know how to utilize space and I think right. Anno is someone who knows how to do that in, in animation form. He yeah, really definitely. does. And it's clever because, like, he's not just building it independently. He's moving from the previous two projects. Mm. It's all combined because if you paid attention, not just to the story, but the background, the world itself, and you watch it progress, this is where we're at now. And it's like, holy shit. You really begin to see the cumulative uh storyline that happens in the background like there's there's a small scene when uh when shinji gets back to nerve headquarters where he's looking for ray and he finds the he finds the little tent that's set up and there's like there's a still shot that's just focused on the tent like it's it's like black and there's no like lights or power or anything around it but you got this tent in there that there's obviously a light on inside of it and like it's I don't know if it's intended to be this way, but it's a very unsettling shot where you got, oh, yeah, this, like, definitely. Where you got this broken down like scene around her around the tent and then like this tent with the only source of light in the scene. Also, like we talked about right before we like start recording, but I love how this movie leans into like the more semi horror aspects that Evangelion can go mm. to sometimes. There are some fucking like terrifying frames in this fucking movie and i i love it i love how weird this movie can get when it's, shinji it's, has his freak out is pretty um it's it's like yo, that pretty scene good. when it, it's like that scene in 2001 a space odyssey when he goes through the, i, I want uh, the i want to save that for the spoiler section but i i have I have some things to say about that scene. I I just want to say we were doing a watch party in our server, and Jan was in there. And when it when it was going on, he just goes, "I'm too high for this." Oh no! Poor I t- I told my buddy, I was like, "Man, I'm so happy I'm I'm not high for this movie because that would fuck me up." <laughs> I'm good. Uh, but yeah, um, this fucking movie is is 
I love the weirdness and the horror aspects of it. It's and and it's it also awesome. dips into like not just like visual horror, but psychological horror too. Yeah. Oh, intimately. Um, yeah. And I, I, like we'll get into it because this is actually a really good segue. One of the things I do love about the Evangelion like rebuild movies um, is the sound design. The angel yes. sound design is super fucking creepy. Yeah, it's even more detailed, and like there's a lot of uh, distinctive sounds that comes with them now. You really have to pay attention because they go by like that. Like you could completely miss it. I'm sure an audiophile like John would probably absolutely appreciate it. Um, A lot of different sounds, very distinct, especially the Avas. um, And it uses a lot of sounds you've uh, heard in other cinema as well as anime um, Mm. that I actually had to pause the movie a couple times just to look up uh, where did that sound uh, come from? Because I'm like, I've heard that before. Where the fuck is it from? And like, it's really cool how much uh different things they take from. Yeah, it's, I, I'm always struck by just how creepy the angels sound, though. Like in in all of the movies, but in in particular this one, like especially during that. Uh, I won't spoil anything yet, but the the final battle in the movie, like the the sounds that are coming out of that thing are fucking creepy as hell. Also, the the soundtrack is still awesome. It's still a I, banger. Still a banger. I love the the sort of new rendition of the bell music. The dom 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 dom. Very dum, heavy uh, bass so drum. It's, yeah, like the, the, especially like the first time you hear it in this movie, it's like it's much much heavier, as you say. And I mm. love that because it reflects the tone of the movie as well. Like the soundtrack is in general fantastic i i also like the fact that since they're obviously using like music cues from the original series Mm -hmm. um i like the fact that they're also going in with some of these tracks and um adding like choral renditions to them oh yeah Um, right which i mean it really like it it, only adds on to it 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 doesn't take away it adds to it which is it adds to the suspense like one of the great things about like Mm -hmm. a movie a movie like um um Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace is its soundtrack because, like, it fucking sells what's happening on screen. The same thing with this, right? Like, and I think a lot of that has to do with number one, the fact that they're using music cues from the original series, so you know kind of what to think if you've watched it. But two, the fact that they're putting these things in there, like the the choral renditions, because I don't know what it is about putting choral soundtrack or choral like lyrics over uh, uh, a classic soundtrack. Man. But man, it works to create suspense. Just gives that extra oomph to the scene, you know? It just feels weightier, you know? Also, the use of traditional classical music just makes for cool villains. I'm just going to put that out there. I don't know why I I like this trope in in movies, but I love it when when the evil fucking bastard is using classical music. But Ava was always great about... Ava was always great about, like, using classical music for certain scenes back you know back in the original show so it's like it's yeah. great i know still keeping on that tradition. i mean they brought back beethoven yeah As good old good old big b good old big <laughs> b my boy my boy my boy big b um uh, <laughs> i don't there's something about uh the ninth symphony especially ode to joy that just it works for villains i don't know why it works but it works it's 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 kind of because when it happens 
like because it's so like you know ubiquitous and like you're familiar with it it sort of adds that sort of uh surrealist energy to that scene you know because it's like it's oh this it's is... also set up at the very beginning of the movie because if you listen closely over the radio mari is humming yeah ode to joy that that's true yeah it's like <laughs> that's crazy that's insane. it's set up and yeah, like and, and oscar's like will you shut up <laughs> By the way, I love their dynamic in this movie. It's so stupid. I like how, how Mari is like, is like just shit talking her, and Asuka's just like, shut up, shut up, shut up. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> you can tell that they have history now. Like, you know, it's been 14 years, but like yeah. their interaction specifically really emphasizes the fact that it has been 14 years because they don't just straight up hate each other anymore. They have a just camaraderie. Yeah, yeah. But, and you can tell through the banter because that relationship is there. I'm telling you, well-written yeah, like banter... Gay. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> uh, well-written banter is just so fun to watch. Like, it, it, it works no matter what it is. Like, one of the great things about the Mass Effect trilogy is just how good the party banter is. And I, I you get that kind of same thing here with Evangelion. And that's the thing. Whether it be uh, video games, anime, real life, if you have banter, you have a friendship. Yes. If you can Piece call each other gay and you know it's not true, that's I mean, good. I know you're gay, but whatever. <laughs> slander, sir. Slander. <laughs> 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 um, we we did we kind of we kind of glossed over, it, but the the music in this was uh, composed by uh, Shiro Sagisu, who has been composing the music throughout the whole um, uh, sequence of movies so far. And he, he, I tell you, he's doing a he did a bang up job. I have nothing bad to say about it. Fucking yep. amazing, honestly. Yep, this man um, gifts us. I, and you know, I know, you, I think you guys are both watching it uh, subbed, right? Yep. yep. I'm still you watching it, it dub, right? I, I'm watching it dub just because that's how I've always watched Eva. Um and you know what? It's still good. The 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 dub cast is still is still good. Honestly, I think Eva's one of those things it doesn't matter whether you watch it sub or dub. It's going to be good either way. Now, <laughs> I am watching the original uh Yeah, I was about to it, say not the Netflix yeah. dub. Okay, not the Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a difference. That's I'm watching the Spike Spencer is Shinji dub. There's a difference in that. That's a whole nother subject. It has it, you know, it has been fun watching these with those dub uh voice actors because I, I originally watched uh Neon Genesis Evangelion dub, and it's just it's fun to see how good they've gotten. Yep. Like, you can actually... T I have seen clips of the dub as well for this movie. Mm. I haven't watched it in dub, but I've seen clips. Um, You can definitely tell that they've only improved in their voice acting abilities over the mm. years through the Rebuild movies. And I and will it's say... amazing. I will say, I have watched a little bit of the Netflix dub for Evangelion. I no, I not to disparage the voice actors who who did it because I think they actually did a good job. I think it's just the that the original voice great. actors got shafted. Oh, absolutely. It's just the new uh, scripts are kind of weaker. Yeah, but I, I I will say that the but voice that's actors, not a problem with the voice actors. Themselves. No, no, they're, they're doing. They're, they're, they did a great I, job I with the, the script. They did a great job with the content they were given. 
Um, all right, so shall we? No spoilers, obviously. Before we get into them, is there anything about the story we want to talk about before we get into spoilers? Yes, I go ahead. Love, I really, really love. I have a lot of issues with this movie, but I absolutely love how, in terms of theming, this movie builds on the previous two, because it's kind of like. I love the progression we got so far. Because what we got so far, and again, I'm trying to be as vague as possible. Like, what we got is with the first movie, it's like, again, the reintroduction to these characters in the world. And you see Shinji as, like, we sort of expect him to be seen as, like, this kind of, like, kid who's not sure Pussy. about what he should do. <laughs> you could say that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and very uncertain about it. it. has no agency of himself, even though, like, you see he has the need and want to be something more. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the second movie, and at that point, he has a backbone. It's like, oh, he has an agency of his own. He has a need and a want, and he knows that he wants to do things. And he like he he like he actually uh, acts on, acts upon his emotions, right? Like he goes and saves Dre, even though he's warned not to. He he destroys Nerve HQ to some extent as like protest against his, his father and Nerve as a whole. And so that so. What comes in this movie, I love because if the previous movie is like, oh, go and like have your own agency and your own like will to perform your the actions you want to perform, then this movie is like an answer to that with a question. It's like, are you willing to deal with the consequences of that? Yeah. Are you ready to like face what's gonna happen if you actually act upon your emotions? Because once you once you once you do it you're not necessarily be able to go back to the way things were. And I love how, like, like I love how that's uh, shown in this movie hmm. and how it's coupled with Shinji's confusion. Because as you mentioned, there is a time skip. And I love how the us, the viewers, are put right in Shinji's shoes. Because just like him, we have no idea what the fuck is going on. For most of this movie. Yeah. And this is a feeling Honestly, that... We can... have it so much better than Shinji. Because we can at least attempt to put together what the fuck is going on. Because yeah. like we get like the other scenes, the other characters. Seal, Nerve, uh, like We can at least see what's going on. What the prophecy, <laughs> the books of Apocry- Apocrypha. Like everything else. Shinji is literally that person he has no clue what's going on he's just been told what to do and he's he's just like an npc right yeah but he's this time really he's like still NPC. but he's but but this time he he's like looking that's the cool thing at the beginning of the movie he's looking to do something but everyone's yep. like just because you last time we let you do what you want to do we got to this situation so no we're not gonna let you and I love that. I love I love the 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 through line we've had in these like three movies, and I'm way excited to see what's gonna happen in the next one. Is like sort of like to wrap it all up because uh, thematically, I think this is my favorite of the three as well. It's like really, really strong thematically. And you guys are gonna have thoughts on it. And I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say anything. I'm just excited uh, because I know there's gonna be. Some controversy, <laughs> bro. I'm happy. I I didn't have to wait ten years for to to like see the end of this shit. This I know. Oh, believe thing, me, you, you know? should be because I went through that. It was a very <laughs> that sounds very rough, long buddy. Way. We that all did rough. 
Um, I, before we do get into spoilers, there's one last thing I want to talk about. This movie is fucking gay. Oh yes. my god, it was so fucking homo. I loved it. <laughs> it is a oh, whole the looks between Kaoru and Shinji. Oh, I've seen those looks before. <laughs> like, Bro, like that moment where they're like subtext, and they it, it's still. S- very subtle. Oh no no no! Not. Let me say, no, Chinoda. There's subtext. There's text, and then there's whatever the fuck Kaoru and Shinji is. It kind of blew my mind. I'm going. There were literally rainbow <laughs> Don't lose you. your head, Natai. Fuck you. <laughs> With that, let's actually it, talk about spoilers. So for now on, yeah, if you haven't seen it, um. Do, do we want to give our scores before we uh, sure. go into spoilers? No, we wait. Oh, we want. Do we want to save that to what? the end? Okay, we'll, wait, we'll save it to the end. Tradition. But for, if you haven't right. seen it, I think all of us would. Well, not to spoil anything for our scores at the end. All of us say it's definitely above average. Um, so I, I, it's my favorite of the three so far, of the like of the bunch. I will okay, say go watch it. Please and if you haven't watch watched it, it uh, yeah, definitely. Um, Honestly, if you made it this far, please fucking watch it. Finish out the series. <laughs> Exactly. Um, all right, so now that that's out of the way and we're into spoiler territory, um, Kaoru's head fucking explodes and it was pretty fucking so, awesome. I Jesus, wanted to you talk just about want this. to jump there immediately? Good Yes, God. I am, because my God, I was not prepared for it when I first watched Bro, this. Bro, that was awesome. I, I wanted to talk about it. So, have you ever seen the movie Scanners? Have you ever I have seen not the... watched the original, no. Natai, have you ever seen the movie Scanners? I have not. His head explodes just like they do in that movie. It's so bro, it's so ugh, it's so rough. But so in the original show, the way Karu like dies, it's kind of different. I take off my headphones for this or um no? just say it's different. We'll say it's different. It's different. It it's different. It's kind of the same, but it's kind of different. And I'm not like the end result. I don't know how you feel death. about it, Alex. Yeah, I don't know how you feel about this, Alex, but I think I like the like the portrayal of it in the show better, right? You know what I'm talking about. I like the fact that in, in the show there's a slower build up to it, and this it just happens. It's over. No, the writing is on the wall. The moment they're like, "Hmm, the, what's wrong with the spears?" and she just like, "No, no, I'm gonna take the spear." Nah, the I was like, listen, "I saw it coming." The only thing that could have made it more on the nose is if they had those red death lilies. I know, well, right? Yeah. But honestly, I I think it was sentenced. He was sentenced to his death the moment he took the collar from Shinji and put it on himself, and he's like, "Pretty and much." He, he he just said. I'll take your sin. I'll take the sins for you. I'll bear your burdens. And I'm like, hold one, fuck, that's gay as shit. Yes. Two, I'm gonna fucking cry when he dies because, like, I remember when I first watched it, I was like, oh, he's gonna die, isn't he? And then when he actually did, I, I'm pretty sure I shed a couple tears because I was just like, oh fuck, oh fuck. Because again, he's like the only light in Shinji's life at that moment in the story. And it's like this is why Shinji can't have nice things. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> everything Shinji touches dies. It's a world telling him stop being gay, stop it, <laughs> get back in the robot, stop being gay. 
what's that what's that line from uh kevin hart wait stop that's gay <laughs> is that kevin hart i think i think that was from one of his stand-up specials i don't remember maybe it's being racist who knows wouldn't be the first time anyway um <laughs> speaking of racist oscar's german uh <laughs> man oscar's new look is pretty good i'm gonna lie no, I, I like eye patch oscar i, I really like eye patch Solid snake. I, like I mean, no, suit. Big Boss. <laughs> what? He's like Big Boss said, from Metal I like her suit. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure you do. Stop it. I mean, I guess she's not underage anymore, so that's pretty nice. No, well, technically, she still looks underage, though. That's something else I didn't understand. Well, I, I know it's probably going to be explained in the last movie, but... Um, the fact when when Shinji and Asuka first meet in this movie, or I guess re-meet... Um, He's like, you don't look like you've aged. You don't, and it's like it's the curse of the Ava. It's like, I think it's probably just explanation. the LCL. I think it's just the LCL soup that's inside the Avas when they get in. Maybe that's the explanation. Maybe I don't know. That's uh, yeah, it seems plausible. I, but I will um, say, in in fairness to this movie, the Evangelion rebuild movies have a history of this: introducing a bunch of stuff up front and then explaining it later, or not explain anything, or like, not the fucking, fucking explaining it at bro. all. Bro, I was like, I was watching it, and then by the end of the movie, they're like, started they started using the word uh, uh, Lilin, and I'm like, yep. are they trying to say Lilith? And it's like, no, they keep saying Lilin, and I'm like, wait a minute, and I'm like, I'm trying to like think what what the fuck. I'm like, when the movie end, I was like, fuck it. So I open like Google, I'm like Evangelion rebuild Lilin. It's like it's another word or name for like humanity. I'm like, you never expressed that. Wait, what? Really? Like, I, yeah, that's what it means. And it was so confused because obviously you have Lilith, which is a key thing in Evangelion lore. You know, it's like the mother of all shit, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, uh, like Evangelion every now and then really likes to just say a lot of gibberish that they try and make it out like it's very important. But let's be honest, it's that's... more window dressing for like the human story that it's in and to be fair that's that's from classic ava like yeah a lot of religious bullshit and like a lot of made yeah but the problem is just to sound cool and it no, assumes but the you're problem gonna go look is, it up no but the problem is that in original ava when that shit happens they didn't throw at you words that don't make sense they might say oh scrolls of this and that oh the spear of this and that but it made sense oh it's a spear that's important it's an item that is important then they just use a new word with no context to explain what it is. And you're like, what the fuck does that even mean? And when they like try and use it in like sentences with our shit, you're trying to relate it to something you know, but you don't. And maybe I'm stupid and I did like I missed something in the previous movies. I I I might maybe. But like when I checked it, checked it and like said it was, oh, it's just humanity. I was like, ah. again. It's kind of every now and then, like, uh, you like the movie can get so convoluted every now and then. Oh, yeah, like specifically, especially <laughs> this third one, it's very, very convoluted, you know. And I mean, sometimes... there's that scene where, um, where Gendo and uh, Fuyatsuki are talking, and he's like just throwing out Dead Sea Scrolls, Apocrypha, Sele, uh, blah 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 blah. It's like, dude, slow your roll. I don't know Hebrew, yeah, but again, like. That shit, it's like, it's not that important because you're like, oh, they're just like trying to fulfill a profit. I don't mind that because that shit has always been there. But when you like introduce and 
a name to something that's very important mm. without probably like connecting it to something or explaining it. It, it just you're getting I got lost. I was like, wait, wait, what? I was very confused for that last section of the movie, which is a shame because it's like and a lot and a lot of these uh, a lot of these terms kind of are like Chinoda mentions. They're references to like biblical stuff, you know, ancient stuff from you know the Christian and Hebrew Bible, uh, right? And it, it's almost like sometimes that uh, Hideaki Anno thinks that everyone knows these references off the top of their head, so he doesn't have to explain them. Because let's be honest, for him, it just sounds cool, which. I get it. It does. I mean, <laughs> no, it does sound cool. Let's be honest. There, there's, there's names of angels in Christian apocrypha that just sound fucking awesome. <laughs> and like, but even then, here's the thing. Uh, a lot of it doesn't translate well into the plot of the movie and how things go. Like it's unless you look it up, and it's even then uh, you had to stretch it. Which I do think it's if, very if convoluted. Is, when I do think that is definitely a con of this movie. Like it, it's certainly one of the the aspects of it I personally don't like as much is the fact that there's so much think... that's conv- convoluted that you feel like you almost have to go back because you feel like you've missed something. Like Natai, you yeah. probably felt like you missed something with the Lillian thing. It's like, did I miss something or was it just not explained? And you find out, oh, it just wasn't explained. Honestly, yeah. Alex, I don't think it's just this movie. I think it's the whole Ava franchise oh, yeah i'm not, not saying it's exclusive movies, the franchise i'm, I'm not saying it's ex- i'm not saying it's exclusive to this movie at all i am saying though that it seems to come to a head in this movie because they're throwing out a bunch of new words that have never been it's, explained in this movie it really comes it's it's especially noticeable in this movie because yeah it just they bungle it all up so quickly so fast so like mm. right after each other and like you try to make sense of this exposition that they're throwing at you, but it's just so much shit. I don't care if they throw like gibberish at you when it's like the ominous seal like plotting something or oh the transport is shit that's on the moon because it's like whatever it's like setting a tone. It's like okay, you can sort of try and piece something like together to figure out. And, and some of it you can hand I, wave away. Yeah, and and also I don't mind that one because it doesn't like take away from. The thing that I think is the most, like, to me, is the most Ava thing, like, most important thing in the Ava franchise, which is, like, the human psyche and the story of, like, human connection and how, like, the human story is the thing that works in Ava. That It makes yes. it Ava for me. It yeah. surrounds itself with window dressing of, like, weird biblical bullshit, but, like, that's because it looks cool. And that's about it. And it, it sounds cool. Yeah. So I don't mind it that way. But in this movie, it's really, like... there's just so much stuff they're trying to connect and make sense of it's just like like the word convoluted i can't stress enough this movie oh it's a capital c convoluted you know yeah (laughs) i mean like it sounds way cooler for a character to say nebuchadnezzar from the dead sea scrolls than it is to say an ancient prophecy (laughs) i mean yeah you like you ain't wrong you ain't wrong chief (laughs) um it's it's very edgy. <laughs> Don't cut yourself on that edge, Anno. <laughs> man, uh, that man bled for this movie. What are you talking about? In some ways, very <gasps> literally, Chinoda. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Um, God. Uh, there was something else about the story that I really wanted to talk about. Um, oh, so we've talked about like the themes of Evangelion, and yeah, I think that you know getting into the human psyche is definitely uh a big part of it 
the theme of consequences though that sometimes yeah. even with the best intentions can have disastrous consequences which is exactly what happens at the end of the second movie yep and that, and that like, happens again in the third one seeing it yeah you start seeing it in number three like you really start seeing it yeah like um like a car was sort of like given shinji like an out of all this shit that happens like oh i can fix this i can fix this work for you we can make it all better and mm. he latches onto it and just like and he latches onto that feeling and he doesn't let it go he he has this agency it's like i want to fix all this shit that happens but then it goes to the extreme that he wouldn't like he he, he doesn't care about anything else that nothing else matters except for fixing all the shit that happened in the world so when Karu does see like something's not right it's not gonna work Shinji is still like concentrating on the, on it and not realizing that maybe he's actually gonna have way worse consequences for whatever's gonna happen. And I, mean, I love you, this you, through line, this movie. It's so cool. Yeah, you give that poor depressed kid who's just trying to do right a possible way out, and like he's gonna latch onto that. He's he's not gonna focus on anything else but that. And like, yeah, when put uh shit comes to hit the fan. Oh boy, does it hit? Does it hit since, real fucking hard? Since he's been in a coma, although 14 years have passed, he hasn't really matured. No, he no, has which not. is he, so cool. He Ooh, didn't have to it's... he didn't have to live through his, the consequences of his actions yeah. at the end of the second movie. That's what I love about literally also it, like it, the... the 14 years ago for him was yesterday. Yeah. Like quite literally. Yeah, it's which is also like what I loved about the performance of Asuka in this movie because she feels like she grew up for like for, she's a mature woman she by now, to some extent, right? Older. Yeah, yeah, it's like and you feel that weariness and just like depression in her voice, you know, it's it's fantastic. Oh, like, the only one who dude, sort of sounds the her, same is Marie, which is like, hmm, her. The weight you can feel in her words, in her actions, even the way she moves. Holy shit. The characterization of Asuka is so amazing. I I, I positively love it. And like, it only made me love her character even more in this movie. And Ray has like I, five lines in this whole movie. <laughs> I swear to I God. I really like what they did with Ray. You do Wait, or you so don't. That are... What? You do or you don't like it? I do like. Oh, you do I like? I like how... Yeah, because like in, so in the previous movie, it was like very different from the show where it's like, oh, they actually give her, again, agency and like a want. She wants to like make Gendo and Shinji like be closer. She wants to heal that connection. And then by the end of this whole shenanigans, she's just another clone that dies and gets replaced. And you have that regression. So when Shinji is like projecting pretty much what he thought of Ray again, like sort of like going with his emotions, like no, this is I, I thought this you were the, this person all along, and she's like, I'm not. I'm. A, I'm this is not yeah. who I am. And she's, she's projecting like, those emotions me. onto a clone that ha- does not have those same memories. Yeah, and she, and then that leads to her thinking, then what am I? Like, am I something more? Am I just this blank slate? It's like, God, I. I love all the character interaction in this movie. It's fantastic. It's so yeah. good. I mean, and then you find out she's just a clone of his uh of Shinji's mom. Bro, that fucking yeah. shot when they explain pretty much like the shogi just, scene. 
Yeah, the show is oh, I love the show. He's seen when it just oh, fucking interesting, dumped all this information on you. Uh, real quick, Alex, when it came to that, what did they uh, when he invited Shinji to uh, play with him, what did he call it? Because, um, in the sub, he was like, Do you know how to play Japanese chess? He didn't say shogi. shogi, he said Japanese chess. In the dub, they just no. call it Shogi. Huh. It does, they say shogi in the Japanese dub as well. I think the subs just say Japanese chess. Maybe the subtitles were wrong, want, but the... no. Yeah, yeah just no, the subtitles themselves said uh, in in the Japanese dub. Chess, and I, I was like, what the fuck? And like, in the dub, they I, say shogi. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. So basically, like, that is, that that whole like exposition section is so good. The fucking visuals were like, oh yeah, um, like. Your mother was like sacrificed herself to become an Ava, and then it cuts to like the crucified Ava in the background. And then it's like, oh yeah, and like we sort of created clones from your mother, and that's right. And then you have see like the big hive filled with like ray heads. It's like the Which horror elements horrifying. in this movie are spectacular. Can I can the I say something ray about head that cries blood? Oh. Yes. Can I say and something then. about that scene really quick? Okay, okay um, go ahead. the 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 fast cuts in there, especially toward the end of it, really reminded me of something you might see in uh, Monogatari. Mm. Ooh, it kind of reminded me of again End of Evangelion. There's a lot of End that of too, like, in this yeah, movie. Yeah, it heavily leans on that, but I don't know the the fast cuts and everything, and and the fact that you just keep cutting back to to Shinji, who's getting more and more like paranoid. Like, yeah, it just it just seems like a Monogatari scene. It really does. It's it's it might be one of my favorite scenes. Although then like the the last thirty minutes of the movie visually, like I say what I can talk about how convoluted it is, but visually, holy shit! It's okay. Incredible. Okay, before you get into that, uh, real quick, uh, during that previous scene we were just talking about, and then like he, him just dropping the bomb. Oh, and it was your dad's plan all along. Holy fuck! And Shinji went into complete breakdown after that. Yes, the, one of the my, downward spiral. One of my absolute favorite moments of the whole movie. Just that direct impact and then Shinji just mentally breaking down. I loved it. Wow, that sounds really dark. Uh, I love watching <laughs> I that. love children breaking down. I love watching children have mental breakdowns. It's great. Hey guys, Wait, have you ever heard of this down. anime called Made in Abyss? You should check. <laughs> I need to watch season two. Um, yeah, I mean it, that that whole breakdown scene is is something else. Nah, this movie um, is dark. It is, and I love that by the end of this movie, like Shinji is like fucking broken. You know, he's like he's like he doesn't respond. He doesn't say anything. He's like a husk, and I'm like. Fuck, and I would want to see how they deal with have this you, in the next one. Shinji, have you ever met Suru? Man, I am so excited for you guys to watch the next movie. I am, it's like, yeah, like, it was so much fun to, like, get into this these rebuilds, because I, I was under the assumption that the first two followed the show pretty closely, and then the last two are, like, wild. So, I watched the first one, I'm like, oh, Pretty neat. I like it. Oh, Cobra at the end. Nice. Literally just the first six episodes. <laughs> yeah, but then I and I went and me and my buddy watched the second one where it all goes downhill. We're like, 
Oh, wait, what? There are two more movies. What the fuck? What? Third Impact? Whoa. So I was like, I had no idea what to expect with the third one. And I really enjoyed where it went. I loved how confusing it was intentionally. So again, to put in the shoes of Shinji, sort of make you relate to him. That aspect was like, what the fuck is going on? Nobody's mm-hmm. explaining anything to me. I just want to understand. And now, after all this is said and done, where the world is sort of refucked itself up, I guess, to some extent, uh, it's like, what? where is this going now? Like, what? where is this headed? Again, with the both in the uh, moment-to-moment story beats and the thematic through line that all these movies went through. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to see where it goes next. Well, that'll be the next movie review we do. <laughs> <laughs> the last one and last one uh, um i guess With the stupidest titles of them all yeah yeah oh my god i know why couldn't they just do 4.0 why why does it gotta be 3.0 plus 1.0 why why Yano, why do you, you have gotta, to be like this you gotta cut yourself on the edge man yeah i know right um but yeah unless uh either of you have anything else to add for uh the spoiler section i think i'll wrap it up um Wait, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, I <laughs> only, I only you know the answer to that question to know that I don't want to risk getting inside that hellhole you call your brain. Mean. Um, <laughs> I, I very much miss the fact that there was no... Uh, the previous background characters that were in the movie mm. weren't there, the more civilian side of it. I did miss that. But at the same time, this movie very much focused on the main characters, and that was a lot more important, which I do recognize. Um, so yeah, it's a mix they do of introduce a lot of like weird side characters that don't do a whole lot, and they're all new. Yeah, uh, so a couple of those old characters are mentioned. Uh, they are. Yeah, Kaji is mentioned. Um, Toji is mentioned. Um, Toji is fucking dead, though. But he's mentioned. Uh, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I get what he puts on the uniform with his name. Like, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, God. <laughs> this is what Bro, we call foreshadowing. Was rea- that was a reality check uh, for Shinji also. Like, it, yeah. he just looks at it. He happens to notice it. And he was like, oh, fuck, right. I was actually happy for once. But now I got to come back to reality and wonder what the hell's. Where's my friend? Oh, What's going gravity. on? Yeah, literally, oop, there goes gravity. <laughs> yeah, no, it was that moment. All right, well, uh, to wrap this up, let's talk about the uh, scores that we give this movie, Chinoda. Eight out of ten. I loved it. It was weird. Um, loved the character introspection, um, the suffering. Fucking great. And the music. Oh, my God. And the action. Woo! Boy! I think he likes it. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> All Natai. right, Natai? Uh I gave it a seven. It's uh, closer to a six than an eight. I liked it a lot. I think it's the best of the three that we watched so far. Uh, still super convoluted, not for the benefit of the movie. Um, and I don't feel like the sixty that will with some of the action sequences being too extravagant and lavish. It just feels like they might have should have been reined in just a bit and try to focus it more 
Mm. Um, but again, I really enjoyed it, and I dig it, and I dig the weird side of Ava a lot. That's my favorite side of Ava. I have a lot of the same uh, issues that you have with the movie Natai. I gave it a six point five, but it's it's leaning more heavily towards a seven. Um, but yeah, I think for a lot of the same reasons that that you just mentioned, I really like um, I like the the older character designs. I love the music. Um, just give me more classical music for all these villainous characters, please. Um, I don't know. I love the action sequences. The CGI is is pretty fucking crisp when they do use it. Um, I just wish that, yeah, the action sequences, I, 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 they look great, but it's a lot, seems like it's a lot of, uh, style over substance with the action sequences and just a little bit too convoluted on some of the story beats. Other, all other, you know, other than that, I really did enjoy the movie. I would say I actually Ooh. enjoyed this more than two. Oh, for sure. I can see that. But I uh, yeah, it's not a competition. I mean, honestly, I should probably say I give this a seven out of ten, not a six point five. So I'll, I'll go with seven out of ten for me. Look well. at you changing opinions. It's like it's like people can change their opinions. Whoa, it's crazy! Yeah, I know. That's wild. Anyway, uh, that is our review of Evangelion 3.0. As I mentioned, the next one we will be doing is the fourth and final movie in the uh, series. So definitely join us for that. Um, but thank you, everyone who did drop in to watch us. Please do not forget to like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. If you like what you saw and you wanted to see more, uh, let us know what you thought about Eva uh, 3.0 down below as well. Um, you can also check down below where you will find links to Anime Club After Dark on Twitch, on Twitter, Discord. Uh, always be in the loop of what's going on if you join us on uh, Discord. And you can also chat with fellow fans. We have a merch store link down there as well. We've got shirts, mugs, stickers, and all, uh, all kinds of other things if you want to show off your love for Anime Club After Dark. Um, with that, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, Don't jerk off or come to bodies, please. <laughs> Or or, or 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 do if your name is Shinji. No 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 no. Anime Club After Dark does not condone masturbatory actions. Actually, that's just rape. Don't rape. Only only the only the hottest takes here. Don't rape. He just got. He's gone. He's fucking. He's like, nope. I'm not part of this shit. I'm not part of this shit. Fuck you guys. Thank <laughs> you.